What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, She is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. I've been writing my new book this past couple of weeks and as I write streams of consciousness about business, I've come to a realization. I really hate MLM companies. Like, a lot. To be fair, I don't hate them for the hustle. I respect the men and women who join these and put the hard work in, hoping for their shot at having a better life. To me, they're all entrepreneurs who are going for their dream and I cannot deny them the chance. What I do hate, though, is the way the parent companies go about it. I'm not talking about the predatory tactics and pyramid schemes, that's an entirely different conversation. But rather, the cookie-cutter methods they promote as successful sales tactics. 
To be entirely transparent, I had a brief stint when I was 19 as your neighborhood Avon lady, but I never gave it much of a go so I don't have first-hand knowledge of the intricacies of MLM marketing policies so I will admit that my opinions come from speculation. With that said, I've done enough marketing in my life to know what works and what doesn't. What doesn't work is an entrepreneur who has a business that isn't unique. That's the downfall of so many of these Huns, as they're known, because these entrepreneurs will message people on social media with something along the lines of, hey, Hun, there's nothing inherently unique about them. They're coming from the same company as 35 other people in my Facebook feed and aren't giving me a compelling reason to buy from them. Do you understand what I mean? The same thing happens in regular lines of business, too. I've seen entrepreneurs try to stifle their personalities in order to fit into a mold that they think will make them successful. Whether it's thinking you need to look a certain way, offer a certain type of product, or something else that goes against your inherent self, allow me to offer a different route. Satisfy your own self and embrace who you are as a person to become a better entrepreneur. I swear quite often. It's just my vernacular and I don't try to hide it. If, shit, is the right word for the situation, then, shit, it is. I'm not going to spend time thinking of a synonym and waste the effort. Consequently, I have most likely lost readers or listeners because of this. You know what? I'm totally fine with that. If they can't relate to who I am as a person, then my message cannot resonate with them. They'll be stuck on blushing over the shit and miss the message I'm trying to deliver. The same should go for your business, too. It can feel scary to go out into the world as your own person, I completely get that. It's way easier to separate yourself from a failure at something that has a strict set of guidelines than it is to embrace your inner uniqueness and have it rejected. But if the riches are in the niches, isn't it worth it to let a little bit of your light out? This episode is for you who feels a little like they're struggling to find their place in the world, business or not. Letting your light shine, even a little, will draw a smaller following it's true. But the key to your success is that small following. They're the ones who get you and will follow you anywhere. Appealing to a wide crowd and selling to everyone sounds like a great idea until you have to deal with it. Why try to reach thousands who won't get what you're doing? Isn't it easier to instead embrace the hundreds who do and will support your business? Give yourself permission to step outside of the mold and be the unique person and business owner you are. Stop trying to fit into the ideal that you think will give you the achievements you're assuming come along with it. Want to be a fitness coach but are a little out of shape? I bet you could pull in some clients who are intimidated by super fit influencers and think they'll never be able to do a push-up. Want to embroider rap lyrics on a sampler but are afraid your mom will think you're weird? She doesn't have to buy one. Want to post makeup tutorials but don't think you're professional, enough. Consider how many makeup artists were born with this talent at day one, zero. They all started somewhere. Don't let your uniqueness hide in the dark. If you want to create a business that sustains you and helps you accomplish the goals you're reaching for, open yourself up and let that light shine. Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you.